Oh, would you believe it? Would would you believe it? I'm here. Hello. Um, how's it going? Uh, hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, welcome back to Free Park, and and uh, what's your name? Oh, oh yeah, that's that's an awesome name. Um, thanks for telling me. Well, my name's Gustavo Julin, and on Free Parking for Hawk Radio, I talk about whatever. <laughs> I just talk about whatever. And this week, who knows? Um. Uh, I guess it's interest, isn't it? Because if this was a show where I could do this on a set day in a studio, I think I would have a, a much more professional set um, planned, I should say, for what this show should be. But instead, every week, I'm kind of cobbling it together. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. It's because I have a job and... Um, it's really hard for me personally to, to do any sort of school at home or any sort of homework, anything that isn't giving me money. Um, and that's not me. I'm not trying to make excuses week after week. I'm just being honest. I'm having an honest one-sided dialogue about why this is not the ideal um, way to do this. Uh, for me, um, and I'm, it's not like I've just realized this, but I just, it's hard to sit down and write a script. And I wrote a script for the first show, and it's hard to do that week after week after week, especially when it's just you talking. And let's be honest, you don't really have an idea for the show. I wasn't originally going to do this show. I had no intention to do the show. I was going to do an internship with a news station but then COVID happened and my options were to do a bunch of videos or to do the show and I said I'll just do the show but then I was like I don't have a really a good plan for the show and I don't want to bring people on just to just to fill the airtime unless it's Sarah because you know she'll do that for me easily and it's not like if I'm talking to Sarah it's like well I'll just see you in like two days but if I'm talking to someone else like Nick for instance it's like this is the first time we've talked in ages, you know, face to face on Zoom, or if anyone else for that matter. That's why I don't, I, I'm kind of against bringing people on if if I'm not seeing them every day because it's like I don't know. I wouldn't bring on people from work either, and I see them every day. Maybe I'll just talk about my job. Uh, here it's the. This is an episode I like to call. Um, can I talk about my job without revealing anything about my job? And I'm just going to give a bunch of anecdotes. Here's an anecdote that I told to my manager, uh, last night and it cracked him up real good. And I was like, that's a great story. When I was a kid, I liked to have, and this was in middle school. I liked to have Nutella sandwiches. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, by the way. Um, hope your food was as good as this next dish. And for Thanksgiving, 
uh wait no <laughs> after middle school uh during middle school after class when, when when school was over i would go back home and instead of a nutella sandwich i want something savory and so i would have a sandwich and i was like well what looks like nutella but it's salty and the answer was jack daniel's barbecue sauce so i would get two pieces of bread the jack daniel's barbecue sauce bottle and pour it over one slice and put the other slice over that eat that and that was it and i loved it i would have like i'd probably have another one of those on the same day probably two or three barbecue sandwiches and when i say barbecue sandwiches there was nothing but barbecue Woo! let me tell you there was nothing but barbecue on that sandwich and I just ate it, just willy-nilly, didn't care. And then years later, when I got a girlfriend, I was like, actually, that was gross. Um, but that's funny, isn't it? What's my job? My job is really just to stand around. <laughs> it's a lot of standing. And... Um, I'm grateful to have the job, so I'm not gonna. I'm trying not to go too into detail about it, but it is a job. Oh, you want to know a great story? This is the story. This is another story. This is the story of how I almost got robbed. Except I'm not gonna really tell you much of the details, but I'll tell you like some stuff. So I worked in an area where people could come up to me. And they had to get through me to get to another area of where I work. <laughs> and I was, I wasn't, <laughs> it sounds like I was like a bouncer at a nightclub. Um, but they had to get through me to get to the next area. And one guy came in with a bunch of stuff and he said, I'd like to get to the next area. And I said, you can't bring all this stuff into the next area. Also, you have a backpack. You can't bring that into the next area either. And he said, okay, well, can I put the backpack at your, let's say, desk? And I said, sure. The desk was behind me. And you don't have to get through the next area. You don't go anywhere near the desk. That's not even on your radar. So I was going to take the backpack and put it on the desk so that way no one else could touch it. I said, sure, give me a second. And I turned to see the other people in line because there was a long line. And I was going to um, um, let them pass into the next area and i just had to give a second because they had been waiting a long time while i tried to unravel this debacle debacle and help this guy but i needed to give him a second i said just give me a second and then i'll help everyone else get through a quick because i'll they, they'll take a, a quick time and, and you it's gonna be a, a little second so i'll just i'll just go okay yeah you can go to the next area and then i'll go and then we'll take your backpack and then you can go too and he was like 
And he was like, um, okay. And then I was letting the other people go through. I turned my back to look at my desk area, and I see him just putting the his backpack there. And I'm like, okay, whatever. That's fine. And I turn back, and, I, and then and once the line is gone, I go back to my desk area, and I should say I had my phone at the desk because when it was not busy, um, I would use my phone. Uh, and then I would leave my phone at the desk because I was the only one at the desk who was going there, anywhere near there. I was the only one there. And then I would go back to the to the queue and, and help people go through to the next area. Right? You following so far? So, I go back to the desk because it's empty now. And my phone's gone. And I'm like, okay, well, the only person who has been in this area since I last saw my phone is the guy with the backpack. And so I call my manager up and they come because they can tell on the phone I sound pretty nervous because this has become a situation it's not like an accident like I lost my phone it's like I know that this guy took it by the way the entire podcast I've just been looking in the mirror talking to myself and that is kind of funny anyways (laughs) um, I'm so handsome I mean it's ridiculous that this is an audio format Anyways, my manager comes and I tell them what's gone on. And they are like, okay. So they make an announcement on the intercom. If anyone's found the phone, please return it. And I go into the next area because he's in there. And I I don't go in all the way. But I just go... Uh, enough because at first I'm like maybe he'll be on the floor somewhere maybe he dropped it like an idiot because I'm panicking and as my manager makes the announcement I hear the guy go oh did my girlfriend lose her phone again oh man and he did have a girlfriend this guy was very or you know lead into a fight or escalated things I gave him a chance to give the phone back. He didn't give it back. And maybe you can call that the coward's way. That's fine. Uh, But um, it's just a cheap phone. And if I lose it, that sucks. And it would, I would be embarrassed for sure. But um, that would be fine. And I could probably live with that. And it's still an infuriating story that I could, I, 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 I can tell. So I go, it's fine. Never mind. Just forget it. I guess someone else took it. <laughs> um, so he's he he's ready to leave now. His girlfriend comes, and he's telling her like he's telling her like, I, and I'm telling uh, my manager, I'm like, I don't know what to do now. You know, it's whatever. Just forget it. I'm kind of upset. I've only been here for, um. Probably like less than five months, maybe five months of this job. And I don't really talk to my managers at this point because at the area where I'm at, I'm, I'm very isolated from everything else and, and I'm still kind of new. So this is really when they started to get to know me, I think, uh, a lot better. 
and now they know me and it's like yeah gus because I, I work with them a lot more directly now because i got promoted anyways <laughs> i'm making it sound way fancier than it is anyone who knows what this is is gonna listen to me like he made it sound way way higher way higher up than it actually is but um his girlfriend comes and he goes loudly like yeah this kid uh, he, he thought I took his phone or whatever, but I, I didn't. And she's like, what? And I go loudly. I just interrupt him talking. I go, no, no, it's fine. I thought he took it, but it's fine. I just lost it. And he's ready to leave now. But she goes, no, I want to try. I want to try some clothes on. So now he has to wait. For her to try clothes. Oh no, I just gave it away. No. <laughs> no. Anyways, it was all in the fitting room. Uh, that's the next area. I'm stopping people from entering the fitting room. She wanted to try clothes on. So he has to now wait there. Um, and we gave him the backpack back, by the way, of course. she He has to wait there while she tries clothes on in the fitting room. <laughs> 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 Um, so my manager pulls me aside. Another manager is coming now and they're doing my job while my manager pulls me aside to, a, uh, the office, let's say, because, uh, no one, it, the wall is soundproof. It's, it's very, uh, it's very, it's a very thick wall, um, with a code and everything. So we go into the office and my manager tells me I took a photo of his uh shorts because you can see the the phone in it go call the police right now so i call the police on my manager's phone and i'm, I'm like all right people 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 and, and i'm kind of panicking here i feel so dumb for having to tell them all this stuff but i tell them i give them the description i give them the location i tell them what's happened um, it felt so stupid, but now it's like, well, that guy was probably wasn't doing anything. You know, the cop probably wasn't doing anything special if, if that's what they, he was assigned to do. So whatever. So now I'm just waiting for the police to show up because they're like, we'll be right there. And now in my head, I'm like, well, they're going to be gone. <laughs> they're going to be gone. So I go up to the front with my manager who's upset for me, way more upset for me than I am, like, like visibly. Because inside, I'm like, this is the worst. This sucks. And in the in the office, when I saw the photo, I'm like, I actually got pretty mad. That's like the most mad I've gotten in public, I think, uh, to anyone. You know, even I don't think even my girlfriend sees me that mad. When I do get mad, it's genuinely, it's generally, I should say, just me going on very long rants. But I was just, I was just fuming in there. I can hear my brother. It was his birthday, by the way. He's a 10-year-old who explains Minecraft now. Better not keep talking like that. Anyways, <laughs> so I go to the front of the store. The cashier is there. Oh, yeah. Actually, let's rewind a bit. When he was telling his girlfriend that I lost my phone and I blamed him, he said to me, I'm really sorry, man. I'm sorry that happens. And I went, yeah, you know, 
all my important information is on my phone, you know, all, all this stuff that I need for, for college and, and life. And he's like, yeah, man, that sucks. I'm, I'm really sorry. I hope you find it. And I was like, man, screw you. I hope I can say that. No one's listening. So I go to the front of the store. And I'm sitting there waiting now. Uh, and they go up to pay. She leaves, by the way. His girlfriend leaves. He's now paying. And my manager tells the cashier, be the slowest cashier you can be. But the cashier hears, you are the slowest cashier you can be. <laughs> so she's going faster. <laughs> she's going faster, like trying to improve. And then he pays, and I'm just waiting. I'm like, please, come on, please show up. He pays, and I'm like, that's it. Game over. It's it's not happening. He pays, and um, he puts his stuff away. Uh, he puts the cart away. He grabs his bags, and he goes, he, he, I'm sitting there. He, he walks by, and he says, hey, man. This is crazy. I'll, t- I'll explain why it's crazy in, in like two seconds. He says, hey, man, I really hope you find that phone. I'm sorry that you lost it. And I go, oh, thanks. Uh, you know. And if he hadn't said that, if he hadn't stopped to say sorry to me, then hope that I could find my phone back, he would have gone away with it. But the second he stepped out, the police car shows up, Get the cop gets out and stops him. And I was like, Oh my God, this was like out of a movie, you know, like I really thought all hope was lost. This guy just bragged about it to my face because I I know he took it and he, the cop stops him. He signals to me and the manager to come out. And now um, things are kind of stalling a bit like because we're we're there with the cop and him. And he's like, no, I didn't take it. He takes out the other two phones again. And he's like, do you mean these phones? And so I go to my manager, I go, show him the picture. And so my manager gets out the picture and shows it to the cop. And now the cop's asking about it. And the cop's like, do you think I'm stupid? Because clearly these aren't the phone. And he's like, I don't know, I don't know. And then another police car pulls up. And the two cops come out. Hello? Hello? Okay, well, if you knock, what are you doing? Yeah, sure, but I'm recording. Yeah? Hello, I'm trying to record free parking. Well, you, are you saying goodnight? Oh, so you're just coming in. Well, come here. You want to be on it for a second? Hey, remember last time you were on, you were nine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How old are you now? Ten. What's it What's it like being ten? I feel like ten is now my favorite number instead of nine. When, you hit, when I hit ten, this is a bit of a tangent from the rest of the episode. When I hit ten years old, I remember thinking it took so long to get to double digits. How did you feel? Mm, I don't know. You didn't feel similar? Mm, no, not really. Well, I mean, 
I feel like I can't, like, the whole year is kind of waiting for my birthday. Yeah. Was it a good birthday? Yeah. Did you get anything good? Well, yeah, I got a bunch of Lego sets. And I got a fossil dig kit. Um, oh, and I also got like, a twister. My like, ultimate twister. Or twister ultimate. Right. Do you remember the time I got almost robbed? No. But do you remember, like, my phone almost got stolen? Oh, it did? Yeah, it did. You'll have to listen to this episode. I'm telling the story about it. Uh, oh, oh, hold on. So that's what this episode's about? Yeah, it's about that. Oh, I didn't know. Well, that's crazy. I did get my phone back, though. Well, that's good. Yeah. I, I was actually just at the... the climax of the story when you interrupted sorry sorry that's okay no it's okay because i gotta really stall it too because we're trying for, to get to 40 minutes at least oh, you for know. Like, so basically hallway so wait hallway why do you have to get to 40 minutes that's just a that's just a right amount of time where i won't be in trouble for like doing a short show Oh, so you, so like you so you like to keep it at least to forty minutes? Yeah. Oh. How long should the show be, in your opinion? Um, I think like like if you were doing it. Um, I I think I would keep it to like a thirty minutes, maybe. Why? Um, I don't know because like it's a bit shorter. Do you think thirty minutes is an adequate time to get the information out that you need? Like maybe if you, maybe if you do stuff uh, like pretty fast. What would your show be about? My show. If you had to do a podcast. Mm, I think like maybe I would do it about like a like Minecraft. Yeah. Or like um, and like stuff in Minecraft, mm-hmm. like the mobs, like zombies, and hoglins, and zoglins. And magma cubes. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thanks for coming on. Um, it's great to have you on here. Mm. Thanks for the brief little interview. Mm. Um, always a pleasure to have you on. Okay. All right. Now you have to leave. Okay. Well, bye-bye. I know you have to say goodnight later, so we'll make that one quick. Okay. I think, I think I'll be done by then, though. All right. Thanks for coming on. Bye. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the other cop car pulls in. <laughs> that was nice, wasn't it? Um, actually, let me take a break personally. Um, I'll be right back with the end of the story and the fallout, cause there there was some fallout to this one, folks. Oh boy. Always, 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 always loving that transition. I use it in every episode. And uh, just really pleasant. Just really pleasant vibes in comparison to what you get for the rest of the show. Um. So the other cop car pulls up. And two cops get out. It was just one cop in the first car. And two cops get out of this one. 
they immediately walk up and one guy just goes what's that in your pocket and in the pocket that no one that me and my manager weren't facing was my phone and the guy and, and really if we had just been on his other side all of us then we would have seen his phone but the cop points out and the guy goes probably stupidly he, he wasn't thinking here he just goes what like he takes it out this phone and i go that's mine and he gets arrested and, and i get my phone and my manager immediately goes okay guys let's go inside and we go back inside into the store and um he gets arrested so then <laughs> um I tried turning my phone on and it won't turn on and I realize he took the battery and while they're searching him I go he took the battery and I'm mad now like I'm actually upset and I, I'm not saying I would have hit him but like I, I was way more angry than I was earlier because now it's like I got you you're gonna give that to me <laughs> I won you idiot so uh, they were searching him and they found the battery and they gave it to me. It was kind of broken. It's still broken. It's, I have the same phone and the same battery and it's kind of chipped. But it still works. Um, and he had done a, a, a factory reset. So I, I went to the... Well, actually, I just sort of hanged around for a bit. He got arrested. Um, then what happened? Then I was in the break room to cool down. And I was like, all right, I'm not okay. <laughs> I am not okay right now. Um, I'm trying to reset my phone so I can at least text. Uh, so first, I can make sure that my phone is still okay. Uh, and it's it's a hard factory reset. So I had to do all of that there. And um, while this is happening, he's getting arrested. And they find his backpack drugs. Hard drugs, by the way. I'm not talking marijuana. They find like a lot of it, and they also find a knife. And they're like, "It's a good thing you didn't provoke him." And I'm like, "Yes." So I, uh, so then his girlfriend comes back and is like, "Oh my god!" Obviously, uh, interestingly, I, I should have said this before. The backpack was on the floor from when he was getting arrested, and she grabs the backpack instantly and picks it up and me and the managers and a bunch of customers everyone's basically watching this go down and we're all like something's in the backpack because she walks she she immediately she sees him getting arrested grabs the backpack and tries walking away and the cop brings her back and um i don't think she got arrested either but they did get the backpack back <laughs> back 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 because uh, they found the drugs in it and i was like well um if he's gonna get arrested for drugs i'm not gonna press charges to be honest i would never press charges to begin with um it, it's a cheap phone and i got it back it wasn't broken what did i lose um a little bit of pride um but also, I did lose all my notes and my contacts. So I had everything else except my, my notes and my contacts. And I like writing down a lot of stuff, a lot of junk, a lot of story, 
ideas or just lists or just stuff that makes me happy. And it was all gone. And and that was the hardest thing for me personally. Because context is like, I don't even want people to talk to me. <laughs> but that losing my um, my notes sucked. And I was really upset about that. Um, but um, I got over it. it because it's 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 a personal thing. Sorry for the, p- but it is a personal thing that um. Yeah, obviously it, it might not be a value as as much as the phone itself is. But for me personally, that that was so much of what made me me. You know, it it was kind of the equivalent of a journal for me in a sense because that's where I just wrote so much crap down. And, you know, you forget stuff. And I'm very forgetful with a lot of stuff. So it helps to keep notes of this and then later I revisit and go, oh, that's a great idea or that was a good memory or whatever. And so it does feel like I I lost a... um, not a part of who I am, but I, I did lose stuff that I'm never going to remember. You know, it's just gone. And that sucked. Um But everything else was fine. I got I went I went home early that day. Um because I, I my manager was like, Yeah, you can just leave. Uh and then I uh I just cried. <laughs> I cried and I cried. It, it, it's it's not the kind of um, obviously I, I got my phone back, but it's a lot of emotional stress for me that was just like I, I was keeping it cool, and then I just got home and I cried my eyes out to my mom. <laughs> um, I was just so upset that it had even happened. You know, it was very stressful, and and I was happy that I got my phone back. But it was just um, hard to go through, and the next day. Um, I hanged out with Sarah, and then the day after that, I went back to work, and my managers asked if I was okay, and I said yes, and that was that. It, it, I mean, it wasn't like there was I needed therapy or whatever. I just needed a day to process it and, and to be with Sarah, um, who is my rock always. And now what happens? Well, I've got the phone back, the same phone. I've got brand new notes in it, you know, um, and it's I've got a great story that always kills. Um, a lot better with an audience, to be honest. Um, the aftermath is a couple months later, I think in February, I was asked to give a deposition because they were his trial was coming up because of the drugs, and I had to give a deposition. So I told them exactly what I just told you. It was crazy. I went to downtown by myself. I, I dressed up. Uh, it was kind of humiliating, to be honest, because I dressed proper, but I didn't want to bring like a um, a proper suit jacket, so I wore a Columbia hoodie. Uh, not more like a hoodie, but like a Columbia zip up. It doesn't matter. The point is, I went to give a deposition, and I felt like so out of place. I felt like Home Alone too. You know, I was like, not because like I've been to downtown before, like the areas where I go are pretty chill and they're pretty cool. But this was like, you know, law and order. Um, I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing here? (laughs) So I gave my deposition. 
and uh, they were the defendant, by the way. And then the prosecutor wanted to ask me questions, and they were like, "Well, yeah, you're probably gonna have to go to the trial too. You're required to attend the trial." And I was like, "And Sarah was gonna come with me, obviously." And I was like, "Am I gonna have to?" It was crazy. I was like, "This isn't that big a deal." And then in my head, I was like, maybe I can tell jokes and people will laugh. And I was like, I don't even know how to react in that kind of environment. I'm not Saul Goodman. I'm just, uh, I, you know. So um, then I went, I gave my testimony um, or deposition, whatever. And I was supposed to do it to the prosecutor. And, and we were on the phone and stuff and I talked about it. And then COVID happened, you know, and then when the lockdown happened was the week I was supposed to show up. So I called them. I said, hey, do I have to show up? And then they called me. Yeah, don't worry about it. And I never heard of anything again until I got um, a letter saying that he was not – he now had a – let me find it, actually. I must have it in here. I have it right here. <laughs> um, wait, I don't know if this is it. Um, he is not allowed to have any direct or indirect contact with me until... September 16th, 2022. And by then, I mean, you would have forgotten about it. I mean, another reason I didn't press charges is because you don't go in prison that long for this sort of thing. I mean, he didn't even go to prison for this, you know? And I don't want to have a target on my back. That's why I was very scared of the, the following days. Um, and when I provoke any stranger, I just don't want them to, to, to go after me. You know, there is a fear... Of that that I have a lot and it's silly maybe but um yeah so um, I mean nothing's happened since the deposition and the trial ended um, crazy story right <laughs> that's that's probably my craziest story um, and I think it's a good one But there's still some time left to go on this episode. Um, so I'm going to talk about what I watched. I watched 2001 A Space Odyssey. I don't really have much to say about it. Um, I watched it with Sarah. It was good. It's one of those things where it's like... Um, what's going on and every you have like six different frames showing the same thing and they all look beautiful it's a very beautiful movie and i love space i love hard sci-fi like that but what I, I and then afterwards i was like what is what is this what's hard sci-fi like what and then people can't agree on what that is like i think ex machina annihilation uh 2001 Arrival, they would all be hard sci-fi, but then I'm also like, I think Jurassic Park is like not hard, but it's like it's kind of there. 
I love when it's just I, what I really love are movies where it's scientists doing stuff and it's like we gotta do this stuff and we gotta we got a mission that we gotta do. You know? You know, Interstellar, that's a great that's a great movie. Obviously I talked about it the other day. But that's what I'm talking about. Like I love just Oh we're in space. You know? Interstellar. Her is kind of on that same level as a uh, Jurassic Park. Inception kind of Eternal Sunshine of the Sunspot Mind. And you know, then you have sci-fi where it's like superheroes, you know, uh, like those would all be considered sci-fi, um, and that's fine. And, and Star Wars as well, but they're not. I don't consider them sci-fi personally. Nor do I consider like like Blade Runner is sci-fi, but for me, it's like not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about science, and Blade Runner is like a film noir, and Star Wars is f- fantasy, and and all these different superhero movies are different superhero things. And, you know, I guess Alien might be kind of close. And, and so would Avatar, maybe. But um, no. And same with Wally. I just don't feel it as, uh, with those. Um, I love space. Talked about it before. I always want to talk about it. Um, Moon is a movie that people consider to be high sci-fi, hard sci-fi, and I've seen a lot of lists, but then I heard that it wasn't good. So it's like, I don't know what it's supposed to do. Um, I've seen some good reviews, though. So, oh, Kevin Spacey's in it. Great. Well, I guess I'll never watch that one. This guy sucks. Because, you know, there's so many movies I, I just can't... I'll, I'll never watch because Kevin Spacey's in them. I mean, that's... It's so annoying. And I, I, I don't like it. At all. And that's... You know what? Kevin Spacey? sucks uh any sort of guy like that just bad no good in my opinion that's what i gotta say (laughs) i think that is gonna wrap it up though (laughs) i think that's all i gotta say about it you know, when I really uh, think about it, um, I I think that's all I gotta say there. You know, um, some episodes don't end. Uh, do not go gentle into that good night. Good night.